When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Unless you have like really, like if you're on an island, you know, and and everyone else is dead, <laughs> you have and to for power some reason, through. You have to populate the island. You gotta if you have to populate the island, you gotta stick with it for the for us for humanity. Yeah, for humanity, you gotta keep it up. But in any other situation, if you find yourself not attracted to the person, it's usually not because they're like less physically attractive. Usually it's because there's something about them that is now less attractive to you. And yeah. that can change how you see a person. And so it's a good opportunity to reflect. All right, you came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that believes in love after love. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. That was... Do you know that song? The Life at Jackson? Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. I think you sang it wrong, but yeah. Do you believe in love after love? I think it's life after love. Huh? Is it life after love? Well, then why does she say it so wrong? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Well, we believe well, anyway, in life... Welcome to The Crunch... Uh, the Crunch is a Catholic comedy podcast where Ethan and I ah. sit down and have a goofy conversation, informal conversation about a Catholic topic. We think more people should have conversations like this. And so we're glad you're here. This is a special yes. episode of the Crunch Catholic podcast called Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner, where Ethan, who has a PhD in dating, answers your dating questions. If you have a dating question and need the answer ASAP, go to bit.ly slash crunch discord. Go to the dating corner channel. Post your question and someone will answer it. Those kids are so active. And then Ben will give it to us and we will post it here. <laughs> we'll say it and answer it here. Ethan will answer it on the podcast. So, um, Ethan, last week we had Jeff. Jeff. Ask us a question. And the turnaround time was so quick that we have an update from Jeff. Would oh, like Jeff to took update? action immediately. I would love to hear the update, please. Okay. So, update from the patients are doing. Update from the 221 episode, which was yesterday for us, but a week ago for you guys. Ah. Jeff wanted to ask out a girl, but was torn between calling her and hoping to run into her. He said, I definitely deserve the smack upside the head over the chicken comment. I've got to get out of my head more. In my defense, I realized I was being a bit of a dummy. And the second I sent the question to the Discord, I asked her out over the phone shortly nice. afterwards. Well, Jeff, Jeff. Super excited. Invited to the wedding. We'll have a great time. Jeff believes in life after love. He believes in love after here, life. Right? Love after love. I'm happy he for you, Jeff. That's great. And if that's not proof that our advice works, I don't know what is. Ignore the Good fact diet. that he he did the action before he listened to the episode. But I take that as a win. You know, absolute win. I'm here for it. 
Total dub. I, Let's get the first question rolling in. What do we got this we have, week? We have some juicy ones. I'm going to save mm. the juicy one for the middle, actually, because I do yeah, think yeah, it yeah. could take a turn. But sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. This, this one is also a guy who was uwu shy. This comes from Miguel. Mm. Hi, Miguel. Miguel says, I'm a very shy person. I lack confidence. It's always been very hard for me to ask girls to dance at parties and wedding receptions and all that jazz. These last couple of months, I've been working on my self-confidence. I'm glad to say I've been improving. I've slowly gained the courage to ask girls out at, to dance at events. This weekend, I went to a Valentine's dance. I was very hyped up. My thoughts were, I'm here to party. If I meet someone, I meet someone. If I don't, I don't. <laughs> Throughout the night, I danced with about a dozen girls. It was very fun. Wow. Miguel, you chat. Hey, let's oh, go. I love it. I got to meet a lot of people. Got one phone number. Hey, it's a numbers game. It's all about all right. activity, you know? Yes, Sometimes sir. You get... <laughs> Knock on 12 doors, get one phone number. But I also had a great time overall. It felt great. Towards the end of the night, I was having a conversation with my brother's girlfriend, and she said, you can't just go around dancing with a bunch of girls. You got to pick one and make her feel special. Hmm. I understood the sentiment, but I told her it's better for me to dance with a lot of girls because then I'm able to meet a lot of people and see who might be actually interested. I can also see it depending on the situation. I know if I really click with someone, I might just want to focus on that one person. But most times it's going to happen. So I feel like it's okay to dance with other people and get to know them. What do you guys think? Am I wrong to have danced with a dozen girls? Should I have just picked one girl and tried all night to win her over? Ethan, what do you think? Oh, I've, I've done this. I've done, <laughs> I've done this. I was at a wedding in 2018, I believe. Ah, the and wild years. I was in this wedding. It was, it was like the first summer of my dating fast, and I was back from, from training. <laughs> I was a groomsman. And I think there were like no less than four bridesmaids that I like held hands with over the course of the evening and like tried to dance with and flirt with. I was, I was being a menace. Like actually I was, cause it was the first summer that I was 21. And so I was just, I was uninhibited and I felt, I felt cool and mm -hmm. I just was not. And you know what happened? All those girls got mad at me. <laughs> for doing that <laughs> understandable given yeah. the circumstances and uh so i think um yeah probably it would have been better even just narrowing it down to a few a dozen is a lot um but also you kind of went past like four or five is a lot and like that could make people upset. But if you go to a dozen, then it's like very clear, like, oh, he's just dancing with a ton of girls. And I think, yeah, I don't think anybody would be upset about that. Like, I yeah. hear what your brother's girlfriend is saying. It could have been good, but I don't think any of those girls thought anything of it because it's very clear, like, oh, this guy's just trying to dance with a lot of girls. He danced with me. We had a good time. I don't think anybody would think anything of it unless they were being super sensitive. You went past the point that I went into like the good zone. You know, you kind of have to pick one or the other. You kind of have to pick like one or 12. You can't yeah, go in the middle. Because, because the, the reality with the Ethan situation was, you know, yes. you're spending, you're, if you're, if you're a single guy, you're spending the six hours of the party with girls, right? Yeah. And so you have a choice and it's like, mm -hmm. you can, you can, it's, it's not about the number of girls. It's, it's about the time that you're spending per girl. If you're spending, right. if you have six hours with 12 girls that's 30 minutes per girl on average not including potty breaks yes um and so <laughs> and so there's not enough time right to like get attached right. 
But if you have four, if you're talking to four <laughs> girls over the course of six hours, including potty breaks. Oh, and this is also is this is also over including, an hour per girl. That's this a is lot also of time. including the the, the um, yeah the wedding, the rehearsal dinner, and the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner the night before, <laughs> and like going out to the bar after the rehearsal dinner the night before, Too and then going out to the bar after the wedding the day. Like it's a this is a whole weekend of of negligence yeah, <laughs> by me. Bad I was, move. Honestly, put me in jail after that. Seriously, because it was not—it was not good. But Miguel, I don't think you have anything to worry about. You did—you danced with twelve girls. You got one girl's number. I—if you had wanted to, like, if there was one girl in particular that you really liked and you wanted to go after, maybe it would have been the right thing to to really try to impress her or focus more on dancing with her as many times as you could uh, without being creepy. Yeah. But if there if there wasn't anybody, like you said in your question. Uh, I'm here to party. I think that's fine. I like that attitude, actually. I think more guys need to be like you, where it's like, I'm just here to party. I'm not going to get hung up on one particular girl. I know. I'm not here. I'm not here to find my wife. Right. Know? Like, that's I'm just, I'm just going to, like, this, you're the kind of guy that everybody wants to be around, actually. I'm going to say this, Miguel, because it's like, you're very clearly not like being creepy and you're not being like a threat. You're just like having fun and meeting women normally. And I think that's yep. actually really, really good. So for my uh, brief single period when I was in college, I got in trouble for that. So my friends were like, wow, Patrick is just, he's just date going on dates, all these girls and breaking hearts. And you know, none of them cared after we didn't go out on another date. It was just, you know, right. Date here, date here, date here. And then I met my wife and I was like, this one done easy buckets. Yes. You know, it was fine. Some people made it a bigger deal than it was like, Oh, I'm second. I said, no. And I think he's really hurt. I'm like, no, I moved on. It's fine. Yes. You know, and and that's and that and so some sometimes from the outside people people try to read your intentions so they'll give you advice based on what they think is going on in your head. It's not a big deal. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, I think you're. This is the first time that I've gotten a question from a man on this segment where I feel like you're doing all right. Yeah, I was you I know? was worried because you know I was like, oh, he's shy, but I don't think you're that shy, Miguel. No, I, think I don't think you're. Okay. I think I think you're kind of based. You're potentially kind of it, actually i I'm, think you might be I, a chad ooh, king say, yeah yep it's giving chat <laughs> so we'll, well done miguel we're very proud of you well done extremely excited my good and um, faithful servant my my laptop died so i have to uh not oh. the one that we're on the the other one that i was using to read the question so i'm going to the, the pull up on the phone we got the topics channel here that should be very easy to uh um no, I copied them all onto a Notion. Portal. Oh, you did? Oh, that's yeah. very nice. So all of our episode notes are in one place. The stories that I told, the topic note, yeah. What about the stories that I told? The stories you told were not put there because they were not uh, this cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, tell all a right. great story. This one, this one I'm, I'm kind of worried about. I Ben rephrased the question Okay. Because I think the question is a little too, it's going to be a little too much for some people, I think. Okay. Um, body problems. So oh. this is about a man and his With difficulty. body problems? He, no. He is having trouble finding his lady attractive. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problem. Okay. So Ben's broad rewording of the question. I've been dating a woman for two months now. I love her emotionally. I don't desire her physically. Her body type isn't very attractive to me. 
at some points I feel like she's perfect for me and other points I get very depressed about not feeling attracted to her. Help. Would you like more details? Me? Yes. I would I mean if they're if they're there to be shared, I would if I'm a doctor I can't operate on my patient if That's I don't know where the where the femur <laughs> is. You know? I feel terrible for asking this. It's been on my mind, though. I've been dating this girl. I love her. I can't completely desire her. I know this sounds horrible, and all the girls reading this are going to cringe, but what's holding me back is like her her, her body. I feel really sure. bad. So I know this is a problem. No. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, um, this is why we write in is because these things are hard. You know? Yes. Don't feel bad She's, about experiencing a difficult thing. This is yes. This is good. We're humans. She's five foot one and very skinny. She's a very okay. small person. And so I know that there's, and he goes, yes, I know I will never marry the perfect woman. And I know there is something in every woman I won't find attractive. But he's just having trouble finding this particular woman attractive. We've been dating for almost two months now. At some points, I thought that she's the one. Sometimes I'm all, sometimes I'm all depressed about it. Do you have any advice? Two months? That radically changes the, the, context of this question he started with two months though so yeah okay. it's two months. i i missed that at the beginning i was keyed in on the body because uh, i was just waiting for what the body news was gonna be yeah um two months is nothing break up like you don't have yeah. to you're not i mean you're obligated in some sense like you can't just hurt this girl's feelings for no reason and like leave randomly mm. but also like anything less than three months is reasonable to like kind of get out without really any reason, you know? Yeah. Like if you're not feeling it and you don't see it going anywhere, you don't have to have a good reason to break up with someone. Yeah. I know you're saying that, but like he's have to date anyone. If he's in college, two months does feel like a lot because it's half a semester and a semester is so long. It's like, wow, that half of the semester, it's almost, you know, it's, Halfway over, it's at midterms. You can't date break up with a girl before midterms. You gotta at least give her some. Yes, you can. I know. Yeah, but give her some. Like when you're in college, it feels like two months feels like such a long time. It's not. It's not. And like, because you only get eight months in person together, right? Right. Right. Two months is a quarter of your time together. It's a lot. I understand what you're saying, but the longer that you wait, the The worse worse it's going to be. Yes. So it's like I hear that. But I still don't think you you owe her like it's weird to just be to look at your girlfriend and be like, ah, I just am so unattracted to you. It would be and, different if you guys had known each other for years and like you've been through. Yeah, different- this is like you're trying to decide whether or not you're going to propose. You know, it's like I've been dating this girl for two years and like I'm not attracted to her anymore. What do I do? Like, that's a different scenario. What are you laughing about? What is funny? You're, you're saying <laughs> you I'm ugly. You didn't catch no. my pun. No, I didn't. What It'd did be you different say? if you'd been together forever. You'd been, you know, together for years. You've been through thick and thin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Thanks. funny. I guess. Is he thick? Is he a big guy? He might be. Usually opposites oh. attract in my... I'm just kidding. That's that's true. Yeah. Uh, you, it, this, you can't feel guilty about this. People need to... If you don't see the relationship going anywhere, break it off. You, like I said, you don't have to have a good reason to break up with someone. Yeah, because this is like this is a this is a thing that it's you know he. I think at guys, this stage, I guess, when guys are not attracted to a girl, they're like, "Wow, this is a really bad reason to break up with her because I'm basically admitting that 
I don't find her attractive. And since my attractions are perfect, no one is ever going to find her attractive. And that's just not true. Like, see, what's a huge right. deal for you is not going to be a big deal for everyone. And this is like, mm-hmm. I sometimes I've talked, I mean, I was a high school youth minister and, I, and there were girls in the, in the group. And so obviously we had these right. conversations and they're also children. So they're like, oh, my body's all weird. It's like, well, whatever. And like, I don't like, I've never found attractive, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, the, you don't need to be found attractive by everyone. You yeah. really only need to be found attractive by one person max. Yeah. You and know? if you are found attractive by everyone, it will lead to serious lifelong mental issues. Most usually likely. that's the case. Yes. Right. Like, I don't think that, like, did you see that video of, of Britney Spears, like smoking a cigarette and like doing a dance routine at like the age of 40, this like oh video, this just popped up no. on Twitter the other day. And I'm like, she's not doing well. No, you know? of course not. And it's because she was 14 years old and she was put on the cover of Rolling Stone in like a silk t-shirt or whatever, you know? And like, Can't you know what I'm saying? That. Yeah, well, it's not a good time, right? But it's like because of that, she has all kinds of crazy things. And like you can name you can name a ton of people that are like this who are just totally broken because everyone in the world agree- basically agreed you're really attractive and we're going to give you all the attention that we possibly can. Yeah. And it's like that's just a like you can see how that would ruin someone. But then when we experience it ourselves, it's like, well, no, I don't of course I don't want anyone to think that I'm unattractive because that would make me feel bad. So it's kind of, I get it, but no, for you question asker, two months, nothing. It feels like a long time. It's not that long of a time. If you are struggling, just get out. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're not a yeah. bad person for not being attracted. All women are Queens, but that doesn't mean that like you have to always be attracted to every woman. Like you're, I not, would not recommend nothing, that personally. There's nothing broken with you because you thought you liked her or you thought you found her attractive and now you don't like, this is just, this is just how things go sometimes. And there's also nothing wrong with her. So you kind of got to let go of the guilt and like the, like no one's doing anything wrong here. The only thing that would be wrong is you prolonging it because you feel bad. (laughs) That would be the, that would be the worst case scenario. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've also kind of snuck the premise in that if you're not physically attracted to someone, you should break up with them. Is that, would you agree that that's usually a good, a good rule of thumb? Unless you have like really like if you're on an Island, you know, and, and everyone else is dead, (laughs) you have to power through. You have to populate the Island. You gotta, if you have to populate the Island, you gotta stick with it. For the for us for humanity, yeah, for humanity, you got to keep it up. But in any other situation, 
if you find yourself not attracted to the person, it's usually not because they're like less physically attractive. Usually it's because there's something about them that is now less attractive to you. And yeah. that can change how you see a person. And so it's a good opportunity to reflect. I don't do think, think it's a one-to-one -one, like... What do you think all this love talk is for this guy? Like, why does he say he mean? loves her so much? He's like, I love why this he... girl. Do you? Why is he saying that? You think she's unattractive. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what if I, like? I love... People that I love, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I just kind of have to suffer through looking at her. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't... Like, yes... I think you think you love this person, but you've been dating them for two months. And I, so I don't think that you actually understand what loving this person means, which is fine. You're not supposed to at two months. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously different for everybody. You know, some people get engaged on the first date, whatever, but it goes at different speeds for different people. You think that your lover, maybe you do, but I don't, again, it's up for you to decide if you're like, man, I really love her and I want to sacrifice for her and I don't care if I don't find her attractive, then to keep dating her. If that, that's your prerogative, like these are your boundaries that you get to set because it's your relationship really that's at true. the end of the day. Like if you don't that's care, true. you can keep dating her. Then fine. Yeah. That's, but that it is sounds true. like since you wrote in, you care, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. It sounds like it's tearing you up. He says he's getting like depressed over it. Yeah. Yeah. If I, guess I, I, I guess I guess and you're depressed question yeah it, it might be time I, I i do i do want to to stay on this a little bit because i know this is probably difficult for our female listeners to hear oh like yeah thinks, what if someone thinks this about me i oh no my all of my fears are correct my boyfriend of two months finds me physically unattractive this, this yeah. question proves it um what do you have to say to the ladies out there ethan <laughs> the ladies you're beautiful you're queens. i love you patrick loves you you're queens Especially all We're of married. our patrons. Especially of our patrons. The, uh, the female Patreon people. Man. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Ladies and gentlemen. I, I love my family. Oh. Mercy me. All right. We're done. We're not doing any more. What have I done? What have I done to my family? <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I, what, were, what were we talking about? I now I'm only oh, thinking about catamaran plan quotes. Um, we're talking about women. Important. I think yeah, it's important. Ahead. I was having a conversation with a friend of ours, having a conversation mm. with a friend of ours who was concerned that people found her annoying. And I think what? the same rule applies to people who don't find you attractive. It's I, I said I was like, even if I did find you annoying, what, what, what does that matter? I'm I am probably wrong, <laughs> you know. Like even if even if even if you know, Joe over there does think you're annoying. Well, that that's Joe's opinion, you know. Like There's he so it, many that says more about there. him, you know. And it's yeah. like attraction is not something that you are able to control. It's and so yeah. like, yeah, I, if true. someone doesn't point. find you attractive, I would not. I would not take it personally. I know it's hard to not take it personally because they don't find you personally attractive, but it's, they don't see it in themselves. So it's like, it's not your fault, I guess. Right. That is a really good point. Is that that kind of base level mm -hmm. attractiveness is not really, it's like, it's very chemical. It's very, yeah. it just kind of happens. And so it's not, and it does fade quote unquote over time. Like there's not, 
you see the same, like you get habituated to an environment, right? Like if you see the same person every day, over time, they're going to be less, like you're going to get less of that, whatever it is, serotonin or whatever the, the drug is that happens in your brain whatever it is, yeah. when you see them. And that's like why people freak out if they like been in a relationship for two years and then they see like a beautiful woman or a really attractive guy walking down the other side of the street. They're like, oh, am I cheating on this person because I had more of a, an emotional response to that person than I did to my spouse or to my long-term boyfriend or girlfriend? It's like, no. It's just like that's just how your brain is. Like they they see it and then it, it, it reacts without you even knowing because it's yeah. good for the reproduction of the species to have that happen. Or and something. So, or something. Who knows? But um, – and then Catholic speakers will say like, oh, you got to like appreciate the beauty. And the answer to that is actually, no, you need to just move on. Yeah. You need, you need to, to walk. walk. You need to walk. Yeah. You need to walk on by. Because yeah. attractions are not, are not real things. They're like the, right. like, Phoebe, and I, Phoebe and I were talking about this yesterday because we, we had a talk about chastity at, um, we had a talk on chastity at church. A couple of friends of mine, Couple of friends of mine gave the talk, and my friend asked her after it asked me, like, he's like, "What do you think of the talk?" He's like, "Be honest, scale of one to ten. And I was like, "Ah, five. Sorry." And I was like, "I felt really bad. I still <laughs> feel bad saying it." But I was like, I was like on a scale of like middle schooler stammering through a speech yeah. on global warming to like Father Mike Schmitz's "This hour will change your life" talk. You know, like there's a big yeah, spectrum yeah. here. Yes. Right in the middle is a good place to be. Anyway, it was a great. My it was, ten so it was is a the good TED, talk series. My ten is the TED talk of the guy who's dancing in the field and then all the other people come and dance with him. That's my oh, you 10 like that one? presentation. You're Simon Sinek. I do like talk. that one because I've talk. seen it probably 50,000 times. That's your I don't know who Simon Sinek is and I refuse to learn. Carry on. Anyway, I bring that up because it was a great talk series right there in the middle. It's good talk on chastity, solid, solid group of guys and solid group of girls. And, uh, Phoebe and I were talking in, in, about attraction in the because the, all the questions are about attraction. Like, how do you deal with attraction to other people as married couples? And I was like, honestly, in my opinion, you just don't give it enough credence to like do anything. You don't think about it. Yeah, and and, I, and that sounds like you're like pushing down feelings, but really, it's like you're just letting them go because they're not real. Right. You know, it's like. Like if you put like if you're asking me like, do you find this person attractive? It's like, well, yeah, sure, that person who's not my wife is attractive, but like I don't care. You know, like that's yeah. the difference. It's like, it doesn't affect me in any sort of meaningful way. So why should I spend more? Like I wouldn't have even acknowledged that thought had you not asked me because Ask it's just something question. that comes yeah. up. It comes up, and then it's like, I'm just I'm thinking about like I have I have to do the laundry. I have to. Like I have to go to work. I have to get gas in the car. I have to put shelves up in the garage. I don't have time to think about how attractive X Y Z person is on I have to pay TikTok my kids or on the street. <laughs> what does that mean? That's one of my favorite office jokes ever because he breezes right past it. Like yeah. they're asking questions like, "How am I gonna afford gas in my car? How am I? How am I gonna pay? How am I gonna? Uh, how am I gonna?" Uh, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay my kids' orphanage bills? You know, like just, <laughs> just who says right this? past it. Andy Bernard, I think, says that. It's very. Who funny. went to Cornell? Yeah, that yeah. guy. When he's okay. the manager, yeah. Yeah, I don't I, like that. Guy. I love that. I love that line. It's a good. It's line. a good line. Um, but it's like you don't think about it, and so this is the same with these types of attractions. It's like okay, you're actually in a situation now where it it does it is worth thinking about like how your attractions are coming up and 
whether they're good or bad or whatever. So I think it's, they tell you something. So it's like, if you're a married guy, for example, and you're giving a lot of credence to these attractions and you think that they mean something, it's like, well, that's, that's a disorder, you know, like yeah. you're not, yeah. you're, you're gone. You've gone too far off the deep end. And similarly, if you're in a relationship and you find that like these attractions aren't happening at all and you're in a situation where you can leave the relationship, it's like, okay, well that's, that's different than being in a marriage. So it's like you pay different attention to those attractions when you're not committed to someone because they can mean more quote unquote yeah. than like when you're married. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. I need to get better at tangents when I'm making points. I sh- there's no need for me to talk about all chastity talk stuff. I should just said the point. So I was thinking about that. It provides color because now everyone's so. like, Ooh, Patrick has a really high standard for chastity talks. So and they're all judging you and they all think yeah. you're annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably do. No, they but don't. It's, fine. it's my podcast. You can what if I gave a talk? What would you, what would you rank it? Well, I, I basically like I my I think my see how he dodged my, the question, ladies and gentlemen. Do you see how he dodged I think the question? I here's what I think is that <laughs> if a talk fits a certain structure, mm-hmm. it's an automatic above above average. Like I think that it for for people who are are rusty, I think it's like the best for every homily. It's like the best you can do is like a five. The best you can do if you're like an unprepared or like off the off the cuff and if you have a structure it's an automatic well that's not it's like an auto if you have some kind of structure it's automatic five. if you have the right kind of structure and i told him the structure talks like the more stories the better the more stories that are in your talk the higher it goes up because it sticks in the brain more and the more jokes you make and then the the more emphatic the the point like the more the more intense the call to action the um the bigger you cast the vision i have a i have a i have a five-step outline that i use for every talk that just back of the napkin real quick and so my Uh answer to you is if you follow that outline i will love the talk because it's my my outline sure um and so that's Hmm. the if you want me to like if the talk you do that you tell a story you make it universal you make your point you do a call to action you cast a vision that's what you do that's my talk formula man i don't know I think if you gave a talk, I would give it a one. Probably deserved. Because I think I've heard all your jokes before. So I'd be like. Mm. <laughs> no, I funny. come up with new ones. I come up with new stories. Never you come up with new stories and new jokes. Not mm. I hear everything that happens to you. Everything, true. everything. gets put in a voice memo to me on a daily <laughs> basis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Something a, good or happens a series to of me. angry text messages. Something good happens to me, I immediately tell Ethan, and then I go, "Oh it yeah, does. I should probably tell my wife too." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm glad you tell me, and it's always and it's always great, but it's always mundane. Patrick's like, "You'll never guess what happened." I'm like, "What? What? What? What?" Thinking it's going to be like someone called and was like, "We want the podcast to be billionaires," and it's like, "I found a Chick Fil A <laughs> gift card on the ground." It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. Save it for the podcast, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> That's not what I was hoping for. I found a Chick Fil A gift card on the ground. We can end with a joke, a joke question. Oh yeah, I got one. Guys, you were shy. Um, I don't have a joke question. The one that's not a, a dating one, question. Though. Someone, someone posted this. We we're almost out of time, so I just wanted to get to this one. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, dude, just you say it, and I'll react to it. I'll be in another server. I'm in. It's wild and over there. This is from our Discord. It's a screenshot. And it says, "When fat people go to hell, does all the fat go with them, or do they become skinny?" 
We've actually answered this question on the podcast before. If you go back to Thick Boys in Heaven, we talk about how all of your <laughs> all of your dead skin and all of your hair and all of your fingernails all get resurrected with you. Resurrected with you, yeah. And so you're you're proportionally larger in in <laughs> heaven than you are uh-huh. on earth. And yeah. so I think the same thing applies um in hell too, surely. Right? This is like thematically what, thematically this works because, you know, she will be larger in in heaven. So just I guess the answer is date her until marriage, go to heaven and then she will finally be perfect for you. Well, interesting. You're saying so with all the of last her question. dead all of her dead what? You're saying with the last question. You're not answering this question about whether No, I'm answering both of these questions. I think no, uh-huh. no, no, sorry. The answer is fat people do go bad people do get skinny when they go to they go to heaven. Um yeah. because they get ripped. That's we our bodies are. Uh-huh. That's that's the that's the reward you get for having to have gone through mm-hmm. Earth plus size. You get to be jacked. Yes, that's the, that's the right, reward you get for no effort. What about uh, what about the skinny guys? What do we get in heaven? You get we also the get to be of, jacked. You get the reward of having been able to be comfortable on airplanes forever. That's what that's what you. So I get, get no reward in heaven. I'm doing this all for nothing. You have received your reward of never having to get a first class for sitting in coach and, you know, in mid in the middle uh-huh. seat and being like, this is nice swinging your legs. You I know? don't like- swing my <laughs> legs. I'm not four foot five. Get out of here. Swinging your legs, having a great time uh-huh. asking the tall guy next to you to reach the light. Cause you can't quite get it. This is slander. I'm going to end the show. We I'm do a podcast you. I'm just saying three times a week. In general, it's not three you. times a week. This podcast, we do a bonus show for our patrons, patreon.com slash the crunch, $10 a month and up gets you a bonus show. We do two episodes a week publicly. That's eight episodes. So each episode is about a dollar. If you give $10 a month, something, yeah. and then you get another free episode included with that on Friday. So if you pay $10 a month, you get, not only the two shows we do every week, but the third show that we do every week, which amounts to 12. Is that right? Am I mathing correctly? 12 shows a week, which is less than a dollar per episode. So you can you can take us for a spin for cheaper than that little pony at the grocery store that goes back and forth. <laughs> Man, those things were awesome. They don't have those yeah. anymore. They do not, but you. But we have the Patreon, so the the so more you the don't need the ponies anymore. Join the Discord to ask your dating question. That's bit.ly slash crunch discord. The hopper is, is not full, so we need some more questions to get us rolling mm. into uh, into next week. So make sure to head on over, ask your question there. Uh, Patrick, do you got anything else for the people? I'm sorry, I'm too harsh on. Oh, speaking. it's okay. We know. On, I I'm an. My my wife is right. I am I am too much. I am judgmental. No. If you get dear listener, if you gave a talk, I would rate it at a ten because you listen. If you're, to pa- me. If you're a patron, I give you a little. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We'll see you all next week. When you need. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.